the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K show on this home day memo to me. Don't get on my phone during a break because then I might see a video of Dick Morris giving an interview and some old dude walking around in his underwear in the background. Ah, oh, my eyes. I really didn't need to see that. Welcome to, like I just said, welcome back to the Andrea K show. <laughs> Ooh, at least I got to start off the hour with a laugh, right? If you missed last uh, hour's Andrea K show, we talked a lot about um, connecting the dots between the open border issue that we've got here, uh, DEI, wokeism, uh, disease X, uh, even even a medical group here in the United States who is going to deny medical treatments of people that use, quote, unwelcome words, it's all connected together about the transformation of the United States to a communist society, one that is a part of a greater new world order with one world government. And if you missed any part of that, you're going to want to download the podcast so you can catch up and listen to everything. We've got to start working this into uh, our understanding of what's happening and also begin to to put the pressure on our elected officials to address that, as well as President Trump as he's going on the campaign trail. Great uh, hour coming up ahead of you guys. Our friend Ted Harvey, who's former president of the Committee to Defeat the President, meaning defeat uh, Joe Biden, will be here. He's running for Congress as a Republican in District 4 of Colorado. He will join us. But uh, before we go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's back, him back with us tonight. Uh, you know, since uh, he was out sick in the last week, is the one and only DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon, like a dungeon dragon, high heat. Sesame Broccolini. The uh, the controlligarchs in Brussels and Davos tried to keep me down with their Wuhan manufactured virus, but they just couldn't. So no, I'm no. happy to be here. Nice try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not today. But you know what? Yeah, but you know what? They're over there in China right now cooking up something that they hope is going to be worse. They're right now working on this disease X. They just have they, they haven't come forth with the name yet. They want to go around, um, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's scary, though, how exactly. they're already doing it. They're all they're yes. always working on it. Because last time we saw this with Bill Gates and the who and the Chinese government. Yep. We got covid. It's it's lockstep yep. every single time. This is just prepare people. Brace yourselves. 
There, there was something yeah. here because they say that this virus could theoretically attack the brain or attack the heart or something. Yep. And of, of course, they're trying to find a way to transfer it from lab mice to humans. Of course yeah. they are. For what purpose? And on, yeah, exactly. And on top of it, there are, they're, they're planning on rolling out shots um, and this, and they're going to be putting the pressure on you to get, to, to get uh, these shots. Bill Gates was recently talking to media and doing an interview. And he talked about how, um, all the forthcoming shots are all going to be patches like micro needling patches that will have a whole bunch of little needles in a patch jabbed into your skin. And let me tell y'all, that's not about delivering any kind of dose of any kind of shot that is about uh, well, it it is about that, but it's also a way. Again, that's another step towards the digital ID. Another step towards controlling our lives. It's also going to be a mechanism for them to track your shot status. So look for the NIH actually put out a marketing video la- uh, uh, two years ago. I think about these patches, they've actually had this technology for years. I think the reason why they didn't include it in the COVID shots is because I think they wanted to condition everybody to the fear of a pandemic to condition you for the government controlling your lives. And by the way, I'm no expert in the Bible and prophecy. um, But these little palisade like needles are referenced in uh, the mark of the beast. If you look at the word, there's actually uh, the mark of the beast. If, if there's a word in the scripture called Sherex, I think, or Chanix, and the original meaning of the word actually is a, a, a mark in the skin, a scrape in the skin, and it actually translates into the word palisade, a pal- sharp palisade. So is this is this the if you believe in the bible and if you believe in bible prophecy there is a mark of the beast coming it's not going to happen like one day you wake up and it's like all of a sudden everybody gets the mark of the beast there has to be steps towards it and i personally believe that's what we see laying out and that that this is the precursor and this is how where how the mark of the beast is going to come about through healthcare and and Reagan himself said in 1964 that the way the socialist and communists would get over on us would be through healthcare and so this is absolutely in my opinion laying the foundation for that to get us into they had really hoped under covid that the shots would create the demand for the vaccine passports. And I think that, that they've kind of backed off on it. I think they're going to ramp up to that coming forward. That will be, you can't travel. You're going to, you're going to not be able to live your life unless you get these shots now to, to be delivered via patches. And that's going to kind of force everybody in the digital IDs at the same time that we see the UK is starting to go when it comes to passports, they're starting to get rid of those. And now it's going to be facial recognition. So you think of digital um, bank, uh, central bank digital currencies, you think of the shot passports, you think of now them going to digital facial recognition instead of passports. It's all about moving us to a digital ID. And through that, then they will control all of us through social credit scores. That will be the mark of the beast. What are your thoughts on that, uh, Sesame? I know you're a Catholic. Yeah, I am. And it's... it's. It's it's a little it's almost a little spooky and scary for me to go there because there are so many disturbing parallels. It's it's something that makes the hair on my neck stand up. 
Um, but ultimately, because I am a Catholic, I also have a lot of faith in God. Yes. Not much in man, but a whole lot in the Lord. And I feel that if we keep fighting for what is right, then things things will work out as they should. And even if they don't, I accept that fact. It, it's sad, but I mean, there are things such as martyrs for a reason. There were there are, there are people who were killed, even to the, to this day, right now, Christians and Catholics who are persecuted and slaughtered for their faith. And that's something that we can't shy away from. We cannot back down from evil forces. What we are dealing with here is pure evil, and we are called to fight it, all of us together. Yes. So the, to me, ultimately, uh, it's it's very disappointing and very scary, but I also feel this strange sense of optimism and, and ambition to fight it each and every day in yes. every single way that I possibly can for as long as I shall live on this planet. Absolutely. That's what we've got to do. Uh, the And I think I might have talked about it when you were out. Um, but, you know, Emma Robinson tweeted something the other day, and it was about, you know, Christians being too weak right now and about how Jesus, you know, had he, he literally cracked a whip, right? I mean, you know, we're here. At, we're chosen to be here at this time. And I, while I understand the end times and prophecy to a certain extent, um, and think that that is ultimately part of the Lord's plan. That doesn't mean that we're not supposed to sit here and continue to witness to people and do our and, and do all that we can to fight for for um, fight for life, fight for liberty, fight for the right to exercise our religion and to win people and over for our God given rights, which yes, do not come from absolutely. government. I mean, there was a global push. That's where this all ends. This is the death yes. of self governance. The founding fathers yes. were so extremely radical in their vision to have government at the consent of the governed and a nation of, by, and for the people, where the ultimate source of legitimacy and power comes from. The people. That's why we have – that explains everything. You understand how U.S. government works, why U.S. government works, and why it inspired democratic, constitutionalist, whatever, revolutions all around the world? The American Revolution was a very, very radical thing in the best way possible because we finally put God's will and God's created order above petty politics and, and, the, and the kings of Europe who would send their mm-hmm. men to war and off to death just because they were in disputes with other kings in faraway lands. This was about creating a society where the benchmark was truly just. Where, where the little guy does finally get to see justice. And ever since that day, there's always been somebody who's out in the wings trying to squeeze, crush, and break the little guy. That's what's going yep. on right now. They want people to, tur- to tune off. You know, they want people to drop out of society, to, to turn away from politics, and to give up because that's how they consolidate power, divide and conquer. Yes. That is their strategy. It's very effective, unfortunately, but that, that means we have to be really mm-hmm. vigilant all the time and stay yeah. active. We have to fight for everything that we have because there are people that want to take it away. And those people are truly evil, motivated yeah, by you, the devil. Yeah. Exactly. You look at Milford Regional Medical Center. We played a clip of them last hour, if you missed it, announcing new policies that they are going to deny medical care to people who use, quote, unwelcome words. Congress needs to step in against that. How in the world can any, I guess it's a private enterprise, right? I guess they've got the right to tell you, we're not going to give you medical care. We're not going to treat you. Oh, you're about, you're, you're in the middle of a stroke. Well, you know, you don't have the, you know, I don't like, I don't like that uh, body language of yours. I'm not going to treat you right now. 
That may be legal in the United States of America, but I can't imagine how it is. It's certainly morally and and, and, and ethically absolutely demonic. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue. Ted Harvey, good friend Ted Harvey, who's actually talk about willing to fight for this nation. He's actually doing something that's incredibly difficult and painful to do. He's actually running for Congress in the state of Colorado, uh, District 4, where Lauren Boebert decided to be a carpetbagger and try to throw her hat in the ring. And he's going to be here to weigh in on all the topics of the day. So stick around because Ted will be here next. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show on this hump day edition. Glad to have my guy Sesame Broccolini back with me because he's not been feeling well. The Chinese tried to kill him with their virus, but it didn't work because you can't keep a good man down because he's fighting. As our as our good friend Jesse Jane Duff says, we got to take the hill. And man, Sesame is always willing to take the hill and push a boulder up it. And so is Ted Harvey. I was saying before the break that talk about staying in the fight. It can't, it's got to be one of the most difficult, painful, miserable things to do at this point. Uh, to be a conservative who's actually willing to go and run for office. It's got to be absolutely difficult. But if there's anybody with the chutzpah, with the courage, with the tenacity, and with the right mindset and intention and goals for this nation to do it, it's Ted Harvey, who's running in District 4 in Colorado, and he joins me now. Hey, Ted Harvey, welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Good evening, my friend. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. So I'm so glad to have you on tonight. And um, I want to start with the presidential race because um, I don't know that any that you I certainly did not expect. I expected Trump to win Iowa. I didn't know that it was going to be the the blowout that it was. I mean, it was, quite frankly, humiliating. To in, in my mind, I mean, uh, it should have been anyway, before Nikki Haley decided that she was going to like, thank you, Iowa, when she came in third. It's a two person race when she came in third. Um, it, you know, Vivek's already dropped out. DeSantis's pack is laying off people. They spent they wasted three hundred million dollars in Iowa. And now it's about trying to rally behind Trump. And the DeSantis influencers and the DeSantis team are so mad that their guy didn't win that they're now like Jenna Ellis talking about backing RFK Jr. It's bad enough we're fighting the Democrats, but how do we get everybody together and realize that this country is about gone, Ted Harvey, and we've got to join together as MAGA and take the hill? Well, you are correct that it was a blowout. Trump didn't just win like we all thought he was going to, but he won every single county, the only uh, every precinct. He didn't he didn't win one precinct. And that was because uh, Nikki Haley was out working with the Democrats to get them to change their voter registration. So the only precinct win was one precinct working with the Democrats to get them to change their voter registration to be able to vote in public primaries. 
it wasn't just a win. It was an outright blowout. And I think it should be embarrassing for DeSantis and for Nikki Haley to um, even consider that they in the race. And I agree with you. All of the candidates should get out. We should unite the party behind Donald Trump, and we should be focusing on November of 2024, not on messing with these Republican primaries where with candidates that we know don't have a chance to win. Exactly. What we need to think about what we could have done with local races like yours with that $300 million that was wasted. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and you know, I, I we all know Trump is going to win, and I'm confident Trump's going to win in November. So those folks that that are saying, well, we need to just go look for other candidates like JFK. We need to be taking notes of who those people are and make sure we remember um, in 2025 when we're putting together the administration who was with Trump and who wasn't with, with, with Trump. And every MAGA conservative elected official across the country at every level from Congress on down needs to remember who those people were. And we need to make sure that they have no positions of authority in any of these MAGA Republican elected officials' offices. Absolutely. Um, During the whole last hour, I was really connecting the dots between all the issues of the day from the open border where we've got Republicans like Senator Thune, just like, let's just, I mean, completely wasting the great opportunity that we have, even with a small majority in the House, uh, the opportunity we have to finally use the power of the person, the majority to get get the border sealed, ready to give it to the Democrats. Uh, we've got, you know, the the Republican Party, you know, uh, you know, spending and spending and spending, ignoring the thirty four trillion dollars in debt. We've got the Republican Party turning their backs on the cultural issues of the day, like the wokeism, the DEI. Uh, all of this is uh, is part of the transformation of America from a constitutional republic to a communist state, and even worse than that, with this World Economic Forum going on over there right now as a way to usher us into one world government. And I think that we as Republicans need to start messaging on that. It can be complicated, but I think we've got to get better at messaging on what's at stake here and having an urgency about it. And we can't even get Speaker Johnson. He's saying, well, HR2 is the starting point for negotiations. It should be Shutting down the government is the starting point for negotiations. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, it it is it is not the Republican Party. It is the establishment in Washington yes. D.C. Yes. that is doing this. And what we need to all understand is that it is a uniparty in Washington D.C. They are all part of the club, and they're all part of keeping their own power and um, growing government bigger and bigger every day. But they are not the Republican Party. You and I, the conservative grass ba- grassroots, are the the Republican Party. They work for us, and we need to hold them accountable. The great thing about where we are right now is we have a primary coming up, and the grassroots needs to make sure they're vetting their candidates and the most solid, hardcore conservatives in every race across the country, so that when we do keep the majority, that we keep that we grow our conservative majority in the in the caucus and that we put our people into positions of leadership that will actually push a pro-America agenda and not the establishment agenda that we've seen for the last 60 years. 
Well, it galls me to no end that Lauren Boebert has left her district and is trying to do the carpetbagger move into yours. Uh, tell everybody about the state of your race uh, right now. Well, as, as you know, Ken Buck, who was my congressman, had, who you know sold out on so many issues over the last two years, he has announced he's not going to run again. And so there's probably about 10 candidates that are in the race. I am, without a doubt, the most conservative MAGA candidate that there is. I ran the, one of the largest pro-Trump packs in the country. Um, but Lauren Boebert, who represents the 3rd Congressional District on the other side of the Rocky Mountains, 300, 400 miles away from uh, Congressional District 4, has um, really done such a terrible job as a representative in her district, and it's a plus-nine Republican district, that last time around she only won by 400 votes, and this time it looked like the Democrat was going to beat her because her conservative base had abandoned her because of her own personal picadillos, but also her voting record. And um, she was going to lose that race, and so in a desperate attempt to hold on to that ring, that precious ring, um, and, and keep the limelight on her. She decided to change districts and come over across the mountains and come to the 4th Congressional District and run in my district. I think she's going to have a rude awakening. I don't believe that the voters of the 4th Congressional District are going to buy what she's selling. And I think that um, it's going to be a race between a solid conservative that's represented the district for 13 years and um, and uh, Congresswoman Boebert, who's coming across the mountains with one and a half million dollars. Despicable. But, you know, what uh, the message I want to put forth to everybody tonight is that we need more people like you, Ted Harvey. We need true conservatives willing to step up to the plate, willing to go through the the difficult process that is running for office. We've got to also make sure that the voters are looking at these lower races because everybody focuses on the presidential race and I get it. But if, but if people will remember, um, and it's not even just the congressional races, we've got to have people be focused on that. They've got to get out. If, either, if they've got an, an opportunity to run, they need to do so. If not, they need to support candidates like yourself by working the phones, knocking on doors, stuffing envelopes, going to meetings. Um, they also need to pay attention to other races. If you were, guys remember during COVID and all those lockdowns, who had the greatest impact on your life locally? It was your county supervisors like Nathan Fletcher you're here in San Diego. It's your sheriffs that are elected and supposed to be answering to the people, not doing the will of the communist in the local government, your city council, with your school, your school boards have so much impact on what's going on. The battle for the future, so much of this country is 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 the battle front of that in many ways is our schools. We've got to get active on that. And so, you know, I, I'm hoping to, you know, motivate people to get out there and get active. How can people support you, Ted Harvey? Well, one other thing I want to throw out there is you remember when Donald Trump was president of the United States and the Republicans had the House and the Senate and they did nothing to help Donald Trump shut down the border or push any of the conservative issues that Trump got elected to do. Um, it's so important that we elect solid conservatives to both the House and the Senate in Washington, D.C. to make sure that the America First agenda gets passed when Trump becomes president. And so you know, all of these races are important from the top to the bottom. Yes, absolutely. All right. Tell everybody how they can support you. 
You bet. Thank you very much. Go to my website at tedharvey.com, tedharvey.com. And, you know, this is going to be an expensive race um, with many good candidates that are raising money. And to be able to get a solid mega Republican elected, I need as much help as I can from across the country. So tedharvey.com, hit that donation page and help us out. It would be much appreciated. All right. Well, take good care, my friend. God bless. All right. God bless you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right. You guys stick around. We're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about, uh, we've, well, you know what? I'm not going to tell you. I've got a little fun topic to get into now that Sesame is back. Let's have some laughs, shall we? Stick around. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I just can't. Sometimes with these celebrities, I just, I just, I don't even know what to think. Um. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Sesame Broccolini, one of, there was a lot of movies that, I talk a lot about movies because it's a huge part of my childhood. My family loved movies. We had a lot of great phenomena movies that were appointment TV that I loved so much. One um, from Lilies of the Field uh, was one of my favorites. Sound of Music, obviously, was uh, was appointment TV for us. But there were some movies that were appointment TV for the, everybody else in the family. And for me, it was a good opportunity to take a nap, right? One was The Outlaw Josie Wales. I have never made it past the first five minutes of that movie. I want to hear from people, especially, and, and I, a lot of my teenage girlfriends, that was appointment TV for them every year when it would, because these were like old movies that would rerun. And I couldn't understand why any of my girlfriends liked this movie. I literally have never made it through the first five minutes. Another was the James Bond movies. I just never could stand the James Bond movies. What do you, what's your take on those Sesame Broccolini? Very underwhelming. Um, Yeah. Obviously really high production value and, you know, cast list, a lot of big players, but just the, the spark just isn't there. I don't know. The magic just, I, I, I don't get it. I, I never, I never got it. I don't get it either. And I love like if if any of the Bourne movies are on, I, no matter how many yep. times I've watched, I have to watch. Especially Supremacy. Supremacy is my favorite of the Bourne series. So you know, I love Spy. I, I was I. Jason Bourne's just a more interesting character, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I just never, you know, the whole money penny thing. I mean, of the James Bond, um, Sean Connery was obviously my favorite um but i never could stand these movies another movie that i fell asleep in when i was i have never been able to watch the wizard of oz from start to finish without falling asleep ever in my entire life i've never understood why that movie was so popular but anyway getting back to bond apparently (laughs) kanye west has reportedly had all of his teeth removed and had dentures put in to look like the James Bond villain Jaws. And I'm looking at the pictures right now. This cost him $850,000 to get these titanium dentures 
They're more expensive than diamonds, according to Daily Mail, so that he could look like, and and if you remember, the, the character Jaws was played by the actor who also played the character Lurch. Remember the character Lurch in the, what was, I, I couldn't stand this show either. What was the black and white TV show? The Adams Family. Um, that's not a good looking dude. Okay. So, I mean, to this man is completely, I mean, he's gone mentally. And this is the woman, this is the dude that Kim Kardashian had four children with. She's brought four children into the world with the man who just spent $850,000 to have his teeth yanked out and replaced with titanium. I, I just, I, I, I just, it was done by, in Beverly Hills, um, by Dr. Thomas Connolly uh, and Naoki Hayashi, a master dental technician. This is just insane. Sesame, I mean, w- your thoughts. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm glad that we're using all of the developments of modern medicine to give Kanye West a makeover. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, I mean, it's so ridiculous to me. I do feel bad for those kids, though. I mean, that's, that's yeah. your father. I, I actually do really feel bad for those kids having to grow up because that is just going to mess them up and traumatize them. And look, I've said this for years. I mean, it it helps for me because I don't like his music. I'm not invested in really any of Kanye's albums besides maybe graduation, one of his early ones. But aside from that, I just, he doesn't seem like a well-adjusted adult. He doesn't seem like a good guy between this and the, and the Hitler comments on Alex Jones show. It's like, he just seems like a really, really weird strange guy i don't know maybe maybe he's totally peaceful he doesn't seem like he's doing anything that's necessarily criminal or anything but he just seems like such a whack job and well i think i, what's I don't criminal, understand why people still support him and still like his stuff i mean yeah this guy needs help truly and why does anybody watch the Kartrashians anymore this is who <laughs> i mean you remember how many years that you know people are continuing to watch these this the, the car kim kardashian became famous off of a sex tape that was obviously leaked. We all now know that it was all part of a marketing plan, I guess, or allegedly reportedly, according to, I guess, a Netflix special that was done. Um, There was conversations going on between them and Ray J or whatever. And I mean, you know, the damage that's been done to our culture from the Kartrashians alone can't be understated. In fact, uh, we we were talking about them last week, right? Remember Courtney Kardashian? Is it Courtney or uh, which one? There's a Courtney. Yeah, there's Courtney. a Chloe. I, I, I don't it was know Courtney, the, the vegetarian with her $40 <laughs> magic pineapple pill. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> That's bad enough. And look at her. Remember, she had how many kids at a wedlock with, you know, um, with the alcoholic boyfriend or whatever it was and you know we've you know glorified um we've glorified a whole lot through them uh bad things for our culture from kylie jenner and all of her remember her and the boyfriend where um what was his name the she she had two kids with him 
and he was the one that people died at his concert oh Just yeah yeah i don't rap, remember his name rapper yeah, guy yeah i you know and it's you know but to, in the end result the damage that's been done by the hollywood community by these are the people that too many americans look up to for advice they want to emulate they want to be like them they they were single-handedly responsible i wouldn't say single-handedly but you think of them you think of paris hilton back in the early days with um the show that she did with lionel richie's daughter um these were they made um it popular and cool and the ideal to be to get famous for doing nothing being famous just to be famous instead of um maybe fame being an offshoot of some accomplishment that had to do with entrepreneurship or had to do with a skill or a talent. Um, Being famous used to be as a result of making it to the highest echelon from hard work and talent in an industry that's incredibly difficult to achieve in, whether it's professional sports, whether it's acting, whether it's music, right. Or being a phenomenal singer and now, you know, it's, it's, it's been a critical part of the cultural Marxist movement to destroy our nation. And we've long needed to turn them off there. And, and it, and Americans have started to, t- to turn them off and turn off a lot of this nonsense. And that's one of the reasons why we see movies like Sound of Freedom and religious based content being the big sellers. We had like, um, the next Top Gun with Tom Cruise do so phenomenally well at the box office. And the message should be to Hollywood as they've lost at least 20% of their audience, which is huge. That's a huge hit to them economically and financially. You would think that they'd wise up. In fact, they might have because there's reports today that Amazon has now done a deal with, I think, was it the creator of the sound of freedom or the creator of what angel studios angel studios yeah okay yeah they've announced a deal today of um amazon studios goes big on faith-based entertainment and a deal with jesus revolution filmmaker so this is uh uh did you see jesus revolution it starred uh, kelsey grammer it was so good. Really? It was based on the, it was phenomenal. I like Kelsey Grammer. It was, he played the original pastor from the seventies back when there was an, a, a, a Jesus revolution. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the, of the actual pastor. He was one of the original mega churches out of San Bernardino uh, County. I believe it was Chuck. I don't remember his last name. And there were all these baptisms that were taking place on a beach in Orange County. And the movie was so entertaining. It was wonderful. And Kelsey Grammer has talked about making that movie and talking about his faith. I think he came to Christ in making that movie. And he talks about, you know, Christ in his life at this point. And so this may be a turning point uh, when we see Amazon Studios uh, doing a deal with the filmmaker of Jesus Revolution, they're expected to produce a pipeline of movies and a series aimed at Christian audiences. What do you make of this announcement? 
I think it's great news. I mean, I, I would love to see more content that actually has to do with the Word of God, um, things that really matter, issues that really matter, find a, find a way to make it relatable to people. Um, the more you can bring people into the fold and bring people back to the Heavenly Father, good. That's great. I mean, it's 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 the ideal use of freedom of speech and freedom of express, expression on that kind of a platform. I mean, Amazon Prime and, Video is and, so powerful, right. so it's just... To, to know that they could reach tens of millions of people instantly with pro-Christian, good, wholesome content that will hopefully save some souls and, and repair relationships and start to fix this broken world. I say good. Yeah, yeah it's about yeah. time. We need God more than ever and right now, honestly. Absolutely. Their first series um, uh, that's going to be aired on, because it was Amazon MGM Studios, uh, that announced that they were teaming up um, to form the Wonder Project with Jesus Revolution director. Their first project through Amazon Prime is going to be a series called The House of David that will dramatize really? the rise to power of King David. Wow. And I love King David so much. Um, so many people love um, Paul. And of course, I love Paul. But the story of King David is is probably my favorite. And so there hasn't been a release date yet, but that's definitely one I'm going to be looking for. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Um, I'm not sure if this is our final segment on Hump Day or not, but stick around with us anyway. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Kekala Harris is uh, back in the news today. It seems in uh, as if you didn't get enough of her on uh, MLK Day. <laughs> Um, she's back in the news today. One of the things she was saying was that she was uh, talking about how scared she was. She is so scared of uh, the re uh, the reelection of Trump coming up in 2014. And somehow in the middle of an interview, um, and of course you're not going to find the clip anywhere. Um, but of course in the middle of the interview, she talked about, uh, of, uh, running without an opponent. And that kind of piqued my curiosity because how could Joe Biden and Kamala Harris be running without an opponent in 2024? Hmm. Could that be because somehow, because, you know, I think her slip is showing, right? Her Freudian slip. Why would, why would she ever, how could, how could the words running unopposed running? Well, actually it was quote running without an opponent. How could that actually come out of her mouth today? Could they be planning somehow? There are some people, and I haven't reported on it yet, but there <coughs> are reportedly some plans that have been leaked. I cannot substantiate this at all, which is why I haven't gotten into the details. But if the uh, if if the forces that be wanted um, there to be no opponent to the Democrats. Um, there could be a war possibly that could postpone an election. There could be a pandemic. Um, I can't I can't state that that's true. I doubt. And quite frankly, I'm not sure that they could try to pull it off. Not when you've got a, a cackle, a vice president 
who makes statements like this. Sesame, we've got a clip of Kakula. We have to earn the reelect, and we have to communicate what we have achieved. Yes. And, and that is going to be one of our big challenges. We've done a lot of good work. We need to net, let people know who brung it to them. <laughs> <laughs> she talks about uh, how we got to run to reelect, and we've done a lot of good work. We need to let people know who brung it to them. Sesame? Oh, I agree. Uh, let's let let's let people know who brought them this disaster. Let's make it very <laughs> clear who killed America. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Alejandro Mayorkas, Lloyd Austin, Anthony Blinken. Let's Janet Yellen. Let's make it very, very, very clear who is responsible for the fact that we've all lost thousands and thousands of dollars in purchasing power and savings because taxes and inflation are eating into everything that we earn. Let's make it super unequivocally clear that we don't get the American dream this generation because of her. Let's make it clear. Let's have our own little Greta Thunberg moment and make it clear who stole your retirement. Kamala Harris did. Why are you paying $2,500 for a one-bedroom when you were paying $1,000 mm-hmm. four years ago? Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris. Why are you still paying? Oh, they're bragging about inflation is down. I'm still paying five, almost $5 a gallon of gas. Who brought you that? Who brung you that? Kamala Harris. The only way they could legit one re, win uh, to reelect, as she called it, would be if they didn't have an opponent. Because there's no legitimate way that the, anybody in the United States of America is going to come out and vote to reelect. Uh, not not legitimately reelect this. Americans are suffering. No, there's the Democrat- just no way. I, I think there's personally no they're going to try to rig it in any way they can. Everything they've been doing to Trump is a big effort to do that. Trying to get him off the ballot right before the election is obviously election interference. So don't get me wrong. There will be election interference. I also think there will be a lot of voter intimidation and a lot of voter violence. Having mm-hmm. said that, anybody with two brain cells at this point knows that voting for Biden is a death sentence. Truly and literally, unfortunately, in the sense that he's already, what, past 80 years old. But beyond that, I mean, this country is not I don't even recognize this place anymore. It's truly like we've been through hell and back. So, yeah, Yeah. no, there's there is no way to spin it, no way to justify it, no way to they're going to they're going to keep calling Trump an authoritarian. They're going to try to fear monger and push propaganda. But we cannot let them win this. No way. Beat them at the ballot box fair and square. That that's my position officially. I'm not encouraging anything beyond that. I'm just saying there is no way that anybody with any yeah. common sense at this point could support another Biden presidency. Zero chance. Yeah. No way. Honestly, yeah. and, no. and if you're seriously even considering it or know someone who's considering it, please get through to them. What more do you have to see? Because if you're still with Biden at this point, then you are the kind of useful idiot that Joseph yeah. Stalin dreamt about. Honestly. Totally. Totally. And we played, uh, you missed it, last night we played the new ad that's coming out from O'Biden. O'Biden. It was O'Biden. It was um, <laughs> Barack Obama and, uh, and Joe Biden in an ad together. And, you know, he, you could barely understand what Joe was saying. He was slurring and just so out of it. And it's like, that's the best they could get out of him. I don't know how many takes it took, but you know that they did as many takes as they could. And that was literally the best they could get out of him. There is no way that they are running him in November of 2024. There's no way. Either there will not be an election or they're going to somehow have no opponent. And she let it slip today because how could that come out of her mouth, Sesame? How do you say whether you run with no, what? Anyway, 
Um, it's been a crazy show tonight. We've covered a ton amount of ground. If you missed any part of it, be sure to download the podcast. Email me with your thoughts on everything we've talked about here. Sesame Broccolini, so glad to have you back with me. Love you all. Peace out. Keep your head on a swivel. And we'll see you tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.